beautiful OKOP fans, you are about to experience the Redditor podcast. This is our friend Jack. He's amazing. We've done a collab. He drops incredible stories and content every single day, just like us. And honestly, one of the very, very few. So we're very excited to play this episode segment for you. Now, at the end of the episode, if you want to hear the full one, go to the link in the description Check it out, listen, and subscribe to the podcast while you're at it. Jack is absolutely incredible. Without further ado, let's get into Jack's episode. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Today, I've got for you my first episode of Pro Revenge in 2024. And goodness me, is it an absolute banger. Now, this whole episode has just one story in it. And as you can tell by the length, it's a long one. It is. But stick with it it gets better and better the longer it goes on there's a lot of important context to start with but trust me when i say that this is one of the most well thought out brilliantly executed pro revenges that i've ever seen and in fact i'm gonna stick my neck on the line it is the most well thought out revenge that i've ever read on reddit without further ado sit back relax subscribe if you haven't done so already drop a like on this one if you're excited here we go. Sister wants to walk down the aisle at my wedding. We use that to our advantage. Here I am, writing this long tale on my honeymoon, but it does feel cathartic to finally type it out. And my husband is way more excited about this than the resort drinks. Anyway, this is a throwaway account because I don't have a Reddit account, and my husband, the Reddit fanatic, said he doesn't want this associated with his main. As to why the Reddit guy isn't the one writing this, it's because he said, since it's my family, I should be the one with the honor of posting the story but he is looking over my shoulder to help out. So I think first it's necessary to give some background to explain how this behavior reached this level and why our responses were as they were. So ever since I could remember, my parents loved my sister more. I don't mean in subtle ways either. If my sister accused me of something, they'd believe it and punish me. If I accused her, they wouldn't believe it. Even if there was undeniable proof, they'd still give her a lesser punishment and try to find a way to scold me in tandem. My birthday cake had to be a flavor that she wanted. Hers did not. And my parents always denied knowing that I didn't like that type of cake. They always bought her a bit more than for me. We went to where she wanted, even if it was an event that should be about me. My sister grew up spoiled and didn't like me. She just used me as a punching bag. But at first, she mostly ignored me, and then it got really bad when we were young teens. I'm not sure what the cause and effects are, but she found herself with no friends, and her behavior got worse. Did her friends move? Did they ditch her because she was mean? I don't know, because we were never close, and my parents loved to boast about her achievements, but never ever mentioned any of her issues. Whereas with me, they loved to bring out any flaws of mine constantly as teasing material. I only knew she had none because we went to the same school and I noticed her no longer walking around with people. So anyway, she had no friends and I did. I actually used to be decently popular. My sister realized that and suddenly I stopped being the occasional punching bag to a hated person that she needed to take down at all times. She started accusing me of more stuff. She accused my friends of more stuff. My parents stopped allowing me to hang out with anyone. The excuses ranging from they're not good people according to your sister to why are you trying to leave us why can't you be like your sister and enjoy family time what saved me from complete isolation was my extended family most of my family lived in the same hometown and i got along with my cousins despite some age difference 
At one gathering, they invited me over to something. I don't remember what. And I sadly replied that I'm not allowed to go anywhere. When asked why, my kid self with no filter replied that it was because I wasn't allowed to have friends since my sister didn't have any. Well, that reached the adults who apparently tore my parents apart. Later, I was scolded for lying and I was grounded as if I had anywhere to go for a month. But after that, they allowed me some leeway, so it was worth it. And my sister changed schools. I guess the humiliation of extended family knowing her social status was bad, she demanded to be changed. And my parents immediately obliged, even though it cost them more since the school was further away. But she made friends at the new school. However, she never went back to the previous status quo of mostly ignoring me. I guess having felt the power of how badly she could screw with me and anger that I told family she had no friends, she never let me go. My life was still bad. Her friends would come over and bully me and my parents called it light teasing. I never called friends over because my parents were awful hosts of them or my sister would accuse them of taking stuff and they'd believe it. I did become close to my cousins though since my parents never dared do any of that to family. And then I got my first boyfriend. I didn't want to bring him home at all, but my parents insisted. Well, at one point we were separated and he came to find me to tell me my sister was flirting with him. By which he meant she came over with skimpy clothing, batting her eyelashes really badly and started telling him how bad I was and how good she was. He was irked and ran off to find me. Of course, my sister told my parents a different tale that my boyfriend had instead tried to flirt with her, but she naturally refused since how could she do that to me? And guess who my parents believed? Now, my boyfriend wasn't perfect, but I immediately believed him for a mean reason. But remember that back then I was a teen and suffering from the unfair bad treatment. I was very resentful and moody and now hated my sister as much as she hated me. Well, that surely is fair enough. Anyway, with that disclaimer out of the way, let's talk about looks. I hadn't mentioned them yet because they weren't relevant. My parents were, well, are, overweight and since they like showing love via food giving you more food buying treats etc my sister was and is also overweight whereas i was and am not in fact i've always been kind of skinny because punishment often included no treats or snacks obviously weight isn't what matters personality is though but my sister even then was already rude and spoiled Even her flirting attempts were bad because she never learned to work for anything since she could demand and my parents would deliver. Added to that, the fact that she didn't look like some sexy model, even my self-conscious teen self didn't believe that my boyfriend would try and cheat on me with her. Ah, I see. Anyways, my parents prohibited me from dating such a horrible boy. I did try to keep going in secret, but it was hard and the relationship ended. I did get another... But again, my sister accused him of flirting with her when he refused her advances. Again, my parents believed her. I tried pointing out how this happened again, but they decided that that meant I was incapable of making good choices and kept picking bad boyfriends. The relationship couldn't handle the Romeo-Juliet situation and fizzled out again. I would eventually get called a S-word in high school as I was fine with making out with boys and such, but refused to have relationships. Thankfully, that never got back to my sister or parents. My sister did bring one boyfriend home during all this time. He was paraded with pride and my parents spent every second telling me how good he was. And why couldn't I be like my sister and find myself someone like that? Until he stopped showing up and suddenly 
He was conniving, insert any swear word here, that tricked my sister. Oh well. And the unequal treatment continued at this time. She had more spending money. Her curfews were much better than mine. She was free to go anywhere at any time while I couldn't. If I pointed that out, my parents would say it's because she's older. But when I reached that age, I still didn't have the same treatment she had. And when I pointed that out, they deny they ever said that or claim it was because I couldn't be trusted like she was. Using my sister's accusations against my boyfriend and friends as proof of my bad judgments. Time goes by and it's time for my sister to graduate. She was accepted into a college, not a very well regarded one and she had no scholarship or anything. Again, because only her achievements were told to me, I don't know which colleges she even tried for, so I can't say how badly she was rejected. I do know her grades were bad in school though, because whenever she got a B, we would celebrate. I would usually get good grades, but my parents refused to celebrate, claiming since I always got them, what was there to celebrate? My parents, naturally, made a lot of fanfare and told her they'd pay for everything. I was relieved she'd be going away. Not that it made my life any easier. She'd always come home every other weekend and somehow stuff kept missing from her room or some other issues she'd think of to make my life miserable. My curfews were still strict, etc. Eventually, my mum came to talk to me about my impending graduation. I'm only a year younger than my sister. She told me that since they were paying for my sister's college, they had no money to pay for mine. So, it would be better for me to start work immediately after graduation and wait until my sister finished uni to see if they could afford something for me. Oh, and if I decided to stay at home, I'd have to pay for all my stuff, part of the bills, and rents. I pointed out I could get student loans. Mum said yes, except no. That is, because they were so caring towards me and I had such bad judgment, they would decide if a college was worth my getting in debt or not. I'm not sure how they'd stop me from getting loans, but I didn't ask. Scholarships weren't mentioned. They had no idea what my grades were anymore and never believed in my capabilities. Anyway, I didn't bat an eyelid. I simply said, okay. My mum clearly didn't expect that and kept pushing. Maybe she hoped that I'd throw a tantrum so they'd have an excuse to not ever pay for my college, but I said nothing except I understood their position, thanked them for caring, and that was that. My dad later tried the same, but I also refused to be emotional. You see, after a lifetime of their terrible parenting, I never had any expectations towards my education. I knew they'd find an excuse to not pay for mine and make my life miserable. I never believed they'd eventually pay it if I worked and waited for my sister to graduate. I'd been preparing for college for a long time. I could barely go out, my friendships were slim, so I had a lot of time to study. And study I did, because I saw college as my only chance to be free. Well, the time came and I worked my butt off and got a scholarship. Not to anywhere like Ivy League or anything like law or medical school, but it was a good enough course in a decent college with a full scholarship. Knowing my sister would hate it and try to stop me via my parents, I put my achievement on social media at the same time I told them, even forced myself to thank them in the post. Now they couldn't forbid me from going as they'd have to explain to family why not. Initially, they were even a little proud and boasting about it. And then I guess my sister got to them and they changed gears and even asked me if I was sure I wanted to go. They let slip that my sister wasn't doing well in college and since she was smarter and had better judgment than me, I'd suffer worse. I obviously stuck to my guns. They weren't happy but couldn't do anything. College was my savior. 
and I started being happy. I still contacted my parents and visited on holidays and such, but since they refused to pay for anything, I could excuse not going a lot due to money. During this time, I avoided introducing any man to them, and my sister stopped going to college. I know she didn't graduate because, again, they'd have made a fanfare about it. She moved back home, paying no bills or rent, but it's different, my parents said, and started working at the same company as my mum, obviously thanks to her pulling strings. This was all sold to me as a source of pride. Oh well. Almost there, I promise. I met my husband around this time. You know those people that say, if I was in X situation, I'd have done something? My husband is the type that really does. I'm the person that is meek and a doormat in any situation, and then can't sleep at night wishing I'd done something, had thought of something witty to say, etc. I'm the person that can't help but cry when I'm angry. My husband is the guy that claps back immediately. He loves drama, and he loves to resolve it. He's the guy that if he doesn't immediately reply to a slight, you better start worrying because he won't forgive and forget. He's just doing something worse for revenge. He is the one that wanted me to post here and wanted me to post on nuclear revenge as well, but decided what we did wasn't actually nuclear. People were baffled I got together with him, but just because I was incapable, thanks to my upbringing probably, of acting like him, it didn't mean I didn't like him. I love that my husband does what I can't, and he treats people well as long as they do the same to him. When we discussed marriage, we decided we didn't care much about the ceremony due to our budget, as we'd rather spend it on a dream trip to Europe for our honeymoon. As for where to do it, since his family was spread out and mine was still mostly concentrated in my hometown, we decided to do it there. We weren't living too far off either, so we could take some long trips during the weekends to manage stuff. Plus, there was some work flexibility so we could stay in my hometown for a bit too, if needed. We sent out the engagement announcement and the save the date for a few months later. Well, at this point, my parents naturally demanded they meet my man. I wanted to grow a spine and refuse, but I was having a hard time. The distance had made me think that maybe my parents weren't so bad. Well, my husband looked like I cancelled Christmas when I told him I would at least ensure they were never alone with him. See, he'd been getting ready for this. He even bought a high-quality recorder that he could hide in a pocket to record it all. He was stoked, thinking of all the ways he could refuse my sister's advances, insult her, and then spread the recording of her attempts to my family. So, off he went alone and excited to meet them, and came back later euphoric. Babe, babe, you won't believe the awful stuff they wanted. Babe, we can screw them over so bad. There's so many possibilities. I was confused and I wanted to hear the recording, but he, smartly, told me it was better to listen to him first or else I'd misunderstand him. Well, he went there. And instead of the flirting, my parents and my sister sat him down. After some grumbling about not being okay with him, my judgment, etc., they proclaimed they were willing to pay for my wedding. On one condition. My sister would walk down the aisle on my wedding first in a wedding dress. Their excuses were that it wasn't okay for a younger sister to marry first, so it was only fair if my sister had at least the experience of it. At my venue, with pictures being taken and the dress, and she'd have a cake later too, etc. And now guys, Opie's husband takes over for a second, writing his parts. Hey, vengeful husband here. Hell hath no fury like a pro-revenge slash instant karma slash nuclear revenge lurker when his beloved is scorned. 
That said, as much as my wife, Teehee, she's my wife now, paints me as this quick-witted dude, I admit my neurons all but short-circuited when those folks legit suggested that trash. Like some sort of great freaking gift. Even Troy would rather take in the horse a second time, methinks. Alas, after my brain rebooted, I did have a whole catalogue of insults about to spew out, but something in my soul whispered in my ear like the devil. String these idiots along. So I said I needed to think, see how my wife, back then fiance, would react, and then ran out of there before I could give away my nefarious plans. Now back to me, the wife. So my husband sincerely recounted how my parents wanted even my wedding to be about my sister with a grin on his face and had the recording to prove it. I was shocked. The distance had softened how bad they treated me. And I thought even they wouldn't go this far. Thankfully, my husband insisting on the angle of revenge helped me not go to a bad headspace. We had a blast thinking out ways to screw them over this from ridiculously outlandish to what we thought was feasible. We then called his much more level-headed brother when we decided on a plan. It involved having two venue addresses, giving them the wrong one, etc. Well, level-headed brother scolded us for it. While he acknowledged he would never be able to convince us from retaliation, he at least showed us something like that would be hard to pull off. Some of our other ideas were also at danger of getting sued. So we eventually settled for the most benign plan. Act like we agreed, but then hire security and don't let her in. Obviously, if that was all, it wouldn't be pro-revenge. The rest is all mostly my husband, but he wants me to do the honors, so here goes. Just important to mention, everything he did was previously discussed with me and were our mutual ideas. He went back to my parents, said he probed and thought I wouldn't be down with it. However, he didn't see the issue and not wanting family to fall apart, would be down to helping them do it. He pointed out that I don't like conflict. So if I was surprised with it, I might not throw a tantrum in front of all the people. On the other hand, marriage is a big thing. So who knew if I'd lash out? Then he suggested a compromise. They'd help pay for stuff. This way, I would feel even more pressure to not say anything as not only would it be public, well, with our families there, and also I'd be grateful to the help they'd gave me and that would mollify me. He said my parents looked surprised, but my grown sister started skipping with joy. Literally so, like a kid. So it was accepted. Important to add, my husband also claimed that due to some bad judgment in boyfriends in the past, these words were all my idea and I'm so, so proud of using their words against them. I was distrustful and controlling and liked to check his phone and stuff to ensure he wasn't cheating on me. As such, it was imperative that nothing of this plan was ever put in any writing. For any discussion pertaining to my sister walking down the aisle before me, he'd go over to their house to talk. That is genius. And so began the months of deception, where my parents and sister thought they were tricking me and my husband and I really were milking them. How? Well, rather than pay for the wedding than lay low, of course, my parents wanted input in everything. For some stuff that meant a lot to me, the songs and color palette, my husband would convince them to let it go to keep me in line. But since we never really care for the ceremony to begin with, everything else was game. Or so they thought. What we did was thus. We'd go, say, to check the drink and menu options. We'd then accept the lowest or second lowest priced option. My husband would then secretly take my sister there to also try it out 
then sigh and say it's a pity we don't want to abuse my parents' goodwill so we wouldn't get the best options. Cue my sister demanding my parents pay for the best. My parents would then tell me not to worry and they'd pay for the most expensive. Same was done with the photographer. For the flowers. My husband handed my sister a bouquet of the flowers we wanted, then sadly expressed how I wanted some other tasteless flowers. Cue my parents telling me they wanted us to go with said flowers and they'd pay for it. Wedding dress. We hit a minor snag here. My parents wanted me to use a hideous dress. Okay, not outright hideous, but it wasn't my style and wouldn't look that good on me. We had planned on saying yes, then simply not using it, but my mum sent me a message about it, so there'd be proof I said okay. We had to go with me refusing in text and standing my ground. My husband went over there and said he'd see what he could do. My sister suggested ruining my desired dress so I'd be forced to wear the other one. He pretended to agree. During all of this time, they really did keep communications outside of any text. We made sure that had happened by when my sister tried messaging my husband have me reply to her this solidified the i'm controlling and neurotic claims that my husband was making so they believed it and never risked anything in writing and maybe some people might not like the thought of their partner going around and talking badly about them to family but i'm such a doormat that the thought of being painted as this controlling and dangerous woman is extremely funny to me and i egged him on to do it I guess I have a warped sense of humor. Oh, and my sister did try to flirt with him, but he acted conflicted. Also, to really sell that he was with them, my husband would pretend to tell them things without my knowledge, but he never told them we hired security. It was really funny. My husband and I, who had sincerely considered a courthouse wedding to focus costs on our honeymoon, having this extravagant, expensive wedding, barely spending a dime, we called it back pay for emotional damages from my parents. I think that my husband, okay, he just confirmed that I'm right, was enjoying the whole tricking them more than actually planning our wedding. I didn't think it was possible to witness a guy beaming at the thought of wasting his whole Saturday doing a car trip to discuss wedding details with his in-laws, but here we are. Soon the day came. The plan that my parents, sister, and husband had come up with was wait until everyone was seated. Since the bride always comes out late, they'd have my sister arrive at that precise time to avoid me seeing her and trying to stop it and walk down the aisle. By the time that I'd heard what happened, it would be too late to do anything. As for my dress, we saved some of the leftover fabric from my dress alterations and my husband took that to my parents' place. My sister still lives with them even now and showed them as proof that he'd ruined the dress. Then he said he had to go back to me as I was raging and he needed to calm me down and he'd see them at the wedding. We made sure to keep our actual security hidden at first. As the guests and my parents arrived, all they could see was a woman with a list of names to check. Only after my parents arrived and sat down did we bring out security, a guy that looked like a bodyguard. We told him to not allow my sister in and even agreed on paying a handsome tip if he didn't reveal that we told him that. Soon the time arrived. My parents got a text that my sister was less than five minutes away, so my dad went and told people to start. My bridesmaids had been told to follow his lead beforehand, so they obeyed without checking with me. After they all went down and took their places, my dad stood up at the entrance as if waiting for me. During this, a friend not in the wedding party texted me to get ready. This is because if my husband or bridesmaids took out a phone and started texting, people might notice. This friend was in on the plan. She's my husband's friend. 
as willing to help stir drama as he is, I didn't care about being a bridesmaid or anything. Well, as soon as my dad took his position, the bridal song started playing. The doors open and I come in. My dad looked aghast at me being there. He tried glancing behind me, but you can't see the venue entrance from where we were, so he couldn't see what happened to my sister. And then his phone rang. I saw the caller ID and it was her. He just left me there with a mumbled, something came up. There were gasps and confusion all around. The friend in on it loudly asked what happened. I lied and in a teary voice said he told me it wasn't supposed to be me there. Now, that's not what he said, but my husband and I agreed that if he dared leave me, I should say that to make him look the worst possible. As for the tears, I wish I could just say it was my stellar acting, but no. Despite everything, a part of me didn't think he'd go as far as to abandon me there. That the sister thing wasn't true, but an elaborate joke. I don't know. I was hurt, and I still am, so I was sincerely trying not to cry. You know what? I think that's an important part of the story right there. Despite all this elaborate revenge, still, it's drummed into you in that very moment that your dad just clearly doesn't love you as much as your sister to an unbelievable extent and that he really is a terrible person for that i mean to abandon you like that on the aisle on your wedding day says a lot about him and to be fair it it vindicates this entire revenge let's carry on did you love that i mean honestly i did and if you want to hear the full episode again click the link in the description while you're at it subscribe to the show jack's great love his content go check it out and see you next time